Oh, hello. I'm Sketch. And I'm Shades. This is Geeking Out. With Shades and Sketch. Welcome back. Yeah. Guys, we had Ooh. a pretty rough week we've, there. We've been through a bit of an ordeal. Uh, we'll get into that a diff another time. Yeah. Right now we are relaxing. We got yeah, Goko kind of set up, uh, just kind of impromptu. We, we just stopped for a bite Goku's to eat. Goko's set up out back. We just uh, stopped in for a bite of, to eat uh, in the DCUO. Uh, Gotham City has yeah. a little little uh, a little hole in the wall, a little mom and pop shop. Yeah, called uh, Super Babes. Super Babes. Yeah, it's kind of like a uh, kind of like a Johnny Rockets Hard Rock Cafe for heroines of the DC universe. Yeah, imagine um, I want to say Hooters, but a little classier than Hooters, except not really. With uh, the waitresses are all dressed as uh, you know, we got we got Catwoman Those over power there. Power girl over there. There's a, there's an interpretation of Batgirl right there. It's a little risque. And uh, of course, my favorite over there, making milkshakes, Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. That's because this week we are talking about... Batman and Harley Quinn. The new DC animated movie. That uh, uh, we we saw last night We saw in last theaters. night in theaters. One showing, uh, I guess, kind of nationwide. One showing only nationwide in select we, theaters. We checked it out so we could geek out with you. Do we have a theme song this week, Sketch? Uh, I think we do. Very good, perfect. Thanks. I, I love it. But uh, the movie itself didn't really have a it, it had an um, some musical moments. Yeah, the way that this movie, uh, Batman and Harley Quinn, mm -hmm. was set up is that it was going to be a throwback to the, the Batman animated, animated series, series, which I'm sure you recognize. From 1992 from the theme that we uh, yeah. we just played, and uh, it brings it reunites and brings back Lauren Lester, mm -hmm. who voiced Dick, Dick Grayson. We love Dick. We can't Grayson. get enough Dick Grayson. in our lives. So when we heard that we could see a movie with Dick Grayson. last night, we said, bring on the Dick! Grayson. So, um, are you sneezing? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine now. We spilled some pepper. Uh, so yeah, brought him back. And who else and, did I bring back? Uh, Kevin Conroy. In, in my view, Batman. I mean, Kevin Conroy is always going to, when I think about the voice of Batman, when I think yep. about Batman, it's Kevin Conroy voicing Batman. Everybody has their own Batman, just like everyone has their own Doctor. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Who. Uh, the, Kevin the Conroy is also my Batman. The definitive version of Batman, in my opinion, is always going to be the animated series voiced by Kevin Conroy. It's similar with Mark Hamill. Like, Mark Hamill's my Joker. Yes, too. always. He's not in this. He's not. not in this. Uh, but similar, similar vein. Sure. And uh, although we don't get um, the original voice of, of Harley Quinn, Arlene Sorkin, uh, we have... Um, Melissa Rausch. Melissa Rausch, say you pronounce the last name? Uh, I'm not good with pronunciation. For those of you who uh, watched The Big Bang Theory, that's Bernadette on The Big Bang Theory. Yeah, she does a fantastic job. Yeah, she was great. Uh, uh, there's been Harley. there's been lots of, of voice actresses Tara doing, Strong, yeah, doing Harley Quinn. Tara Strong, who also voiced uh, Barbara Gordon Batgirl yep. and Raven and Teen Titans. Yep. Um, and I think Blossom, also the, I think the Powerpuff Girl. I think the woman, yeah, she also did Blossom. Uh, Tara Strong has done over yes. 100 characters. Yeah. You would... You've heard Tara Strong sure. at some point in your life. Um, I think also the 
the girl who ended up doing Starfire on the Teen Titans, the college years as we called it. Sure. Also at one point did um, Harley Quinn. Uh, yes, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, so Harley Quinn at the moment. has been um, voiced many times, but she she has a very identifiable voice. Yes, you know? it's got so that. It, it can be impersonated pretty well. Sure. It's that thick Brooklyn accent. Yeah, like the 40s. Yeah. The 40s. Hey, Mr. J. J. Hey, Puddin. Yeah. Gotta lose that hand, Puddin. Do you want to talk a little bit about the character? Let's talk about Harley Harley before we talk about this Batman and Harley Quinn movie. So uh, she debuted in 1992 as part of the. Oh, sorry. We got to do the spoiler alert. Oh, hey, yeah. Um, If anyone's still listening after our Rogue One debacle, (laughs) I am still. Wiping eggs off my house, yeah, by the way. Uh, um, that's because you put your, your address out there for Sequest. Yeah. That was a big faux pas. Yeah, because I want, I want someone to send me that poster. <laughs> anyway, uh, we may or may not spoil Long-time anything. Long-time listeners, by the way, get on that. <laughs> we, are, we, we may or may not spoil anything that Harley Quinn has ever been in, including the animated series. Sure. Maybe. Suicide I don't know, Squad. Maybe we'll talk about Suicide Squad. I don't know. Uh, definitely the Batman Animated series. And the Batman video and Harley that Quinn that uh, movie yeah. that we just saw. That will definitely be spoiled. So sure. take the necessary precautions. Yeah. If you would like to see this and, and would like to watch it spoiler free, pause the episode, go find it. Uh, you can get it streaming. Yeah, on Amazon. Right? On Amazon. Uh, it's available now. I don't know where else. Uh, August 15th when we're recording, it's out. And uh, or you can, you know, I'm sure you can buy it at Best Buy. They still sell physical media for a little while longer. Best Buy? Maybe, maybe like some big box store that still sells physical media. Store? Yeah, I know. Physical? They I had those way back. Any of these? We've been uh, we've been hopping around, time jumping, but uh, we're a little disoriented. Yeah, I'm back getting in like 2017 uh, I'm getting time sick. Yeah, is that what they call it on Legends of Tomorrow? Time yes. sickness. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, back to Harley. Go ahead, give us sure. Harley's uh, backstory. Um, Batman the Animated Series debuts in 1992, mm-hmm. and in the episode Joker's Favor, we see this female henchwoman mm-hmm. who's a play on the Harlequin characters mm-hmm. named. Harlene Quinzel, perfect. Um, who shortens that to Harley Quinn? Yeah, and she's kind of a 1930s or 40s gun mall character. She's Which things, fits in the in it the really world does, of, of the of, stylized yep. Gotham, particularly the first three seasons of animated series before the style change. Mm-hmm. It really is set in like a neo art deco 30s 40s feel. Which remind me to talk about that when we talk about this movie. Sure, um, and so she you know she really fit that character. Um, the Harley character is based on an actual uh, sketch, kind of like a character, character uh, yeah. that Ar- Arlene Sorkin played. Um, this a stage dream sequence yeah. of a, a, a woman in a Harlequin costume with this w- bizarre accent, and, mm-hmm. and Paul Denny, who was one of the producers and writers on Batman the Animated Series, was a fan and kind of adapted that, and they even got Arlene. Sorkin to do the, the voice. Yeah, originally. up to this point, uh, the Joker had had many henchmen. Yes. And they were all just kind of... Uh, they were very disposable yeah. and not very memorable. Yeah, uh, and so this was... Um, it's not like Harley was intended to take off. No, in she fact, She was just they, made as another, oh, it wouldn't be fun if it was a woman yeah, instead. Yeah, they wrote the character, they recorded the voices. Uh, BAS was written, produced, recorded in the States, and then they sent... The sent it overseas to be sent it overseas uh, to Japan, where it was animated beautifully. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the last anime to be hand drawn. Yeah. 
um, and it really is beautiful. And it came back, and what the animators did with the physical representation of the character, they, I mean, they, the producers fell in love with this character, really. As did I. Um, and as did many people, mm -hmm. uh, and turned her into a not only a recurring character, but a character that grew through the arc of the show, mm -hmm. and eventually crossed over into canon with comic into books. Into the comics, yeah. Um, and she is the only character um, in the Batman universe who began in a cartoon adaptation and entered canon. That's one of the reasons why I love her so much. Yeah. I mean... I would agree. How do you feel about Harley Quinn? I love the the cartoon iteration of Harley Quinn and the continuation of that vein of, like, the Joker's... Uh, sh the Joker's not actually, like, a funny guy. Harley Quinn's kind of funny. I, I, I often think that that... And it's such a weird sentence to say, but she will bring levity to a Joker scene. Exactly. You, you like, know? The Joker's terrifying. Yes. She'll bring, yeah, that's she, a great descriptor. Yeah, yeah. She, and, and, and it sounds so weird to say but because I, it's I the Joker. I kind of think of Harley and the Joker as together they make a functional person. The Joker laughs at you and Harley urges you to laugh along. Yes. You know? Um Harley, let's just get this out of the way sure. right off the bat. Harley's my favorite. Okay. She's my favorite Batman villain. Okay. Of anybody. Wow. I mean, and and we'll get into why. Sure. Um, and I'm, I'm I really am talking the the gamut of villains. I mean, I know there's the, there's the main three Batman female villains mm -hmm. that you have to talk about: Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, and Catwoman. The Gotham City Sirens. The Gotham City Sirens. And I think you can... Are they villains? Are they heroes? Are they anti-heroes? We don't really know. That's what makes them great. Yeah. But I think you can tell a lot about a person, particularly a guy, when... With who they like. <laughs> who he's paired up with. Yeah, like who... <laughs> like, well, I'm going to ask you. Who's out of those three? Sure. Who do you like the best? Um, I've, I've, Catwoman has always been okay. my, my uh, go-to for mm -hmm. the Batman villainesses, okay. if you will. Um, I think she's a strong, independent character mm -hmm. who, who can handle herself mm -hmm. um, and is Batman's equal in many ways mm -hmm. um, and is, uh, I think she has a clearer view of reality than Batman. Ooh, I think Batman's sometimes handicapped by his code. His justice. She has a, I, it's not always justice that Batman meets out. His code not to kill. Beyond that, particularly in the animated series. My mom's name was Martha. <laughs> but Cat, sometimes justice is, in Catwoman's view, and I think certainly in the way of the world, is, Catwoman real, is, is an eye for an eye. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. And yeah. not necessarily your eye, but you've wronged other people. Mm -hmm. She's a villain in the same way that Robin Hood is a villain. Yeah. She's not killing people. Yeah. She's not uh, set with world domination. Mm -hmm. Oh, you, you've wronged people? Mm -hmm. Well, then you're fair game. And I can steal from you. I can ruin your life. Like, that, that's justice. Boy, this, I, this episode about Harley is getting a little too Catwoman-centric well, You me. asked the question. I did. I see, I, I see it as they are three... Harley's just flipping crazy. Oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> They're three... <laughs> she suffers from multiple... They, 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 they personify three different, very different... Yes. Views of the world. I mean, like you said, Catwoman is is very. She's a competent, independent. 
sure. woman, right? Yes. Um, Poison Ivy is more of the 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 kind of almost like the the righteous warrior. She has sure. she has a, a an ideology that that she follows. She's very Wonder Woman. Faith, yeah, yeah. Um, so she's more about the crusade. Yep. And Harley is, regardless of all of her flaws... Strap you down and have a good time. Well, sure, there's certainly that. <laughs> but I would also argue that all three of those would do that. Um, but Harley's, Harley's focus is... So once again, Catwoman, focus on self. <laughs> Poison Ivy, focus on Sketch the cause. checked out for a minute there. And Harley, no, Harley Quinn, focused <laughs> on relationships to others. Um, I would say that she she's the most dependent of the three. She yeah, is, but she, she is, also... She is dependent on other characters. She's yes. not a leader. She's a follower. She's not a leader. She, I mean, she can, and she can think for herself, and she's to, smart. To the extent where in, in this film, she she needs she needs someone to lead. She needs to be led, and, and to the point where she'll follow Batman. If there's We'll no talk about that in the film, because was she really following Batman? Because she all... We'll get to that. Yes, um, she was. But, I mean... Until she had... I think to her... I think to, to Harley... It, relationships are her sure her core desire sure regardless yep. catwoman it's it's self and being a strong independent mm -hmm. poison ivy the mission, it's, it's a greater cause yep. and for harley it's definitely relationships i mean she's yeah. she's certainly been with obviously the joker she was yep. joker's girlfriend for a long time uh when when that didn't pan out she was with poison ivy mm -hmm. both as a friend and as a lover yep and in, in this universe. In this universe, this she gets a little dick. Yeah, Grayson. Uh, dick Grayson. Uh, but even regardless of, of uh, sexual interactions, she seems to thrive on just social interactions. Yeah. More Harley than Quinn, the other two. Harley Quinn is most uh, hamstrung mm -hmm. when she is on her own. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think you can... I think you can label that as her her greatest flaw. Mm -hmm. Her greatest fault is that she is dependent on social interaction with other people. But I think it's also one of her greatest strengths and makes her more human than many of these other villains. Sure. Uh, in that and heroes, it's, it's easy for us to relate with someone who I just want to get a laugh out of so sure. and so. I want to yep. feel that validation. I think no matter who you are, no matter how much of a, a loner. You you might may or may not think you are. Everyone has somebody that they're hoping to get attention from, hoping to be around, and Harley really personifies that. Sure. Now she, like all the villains, takes that to a uh, like a psychotic level, you know, almost. But I think that's one of the reasons, like I like Harley, is because she has she's the most like us. I feel in many ways. Yeah, you're telling me to pause. She's psychotic, and therefore she's the most like us. I'm just digesting that. But they're also—I mean, they are, I mean, Batman villains. Batman villains all. Batman may also. Yeah, be I mean, psychotic. everybody in the Batman uh, universe is really is—is is just yeah. a personification of a different mental illness sure. in some way. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, Two Face, Riddler, sure. yeah. Joker, Batman himself—everyone personifies. Except Nightwing. Well, he's a th he's a thrill seeker. He yeah yeah I mean he's yeah. kind of like an adrenaline junkie I yep. guess, um, and he also has that he also personifies the complex of, of overcoming your father, uh, and uh, the, the Oedipal complex. Sure. Um, no, Oedipus wanted to fuck his mom. 
Uh, Dick's mom is dead, and so is. No. Oh yeah, and also. Oh, but no. yeah, and also go over. Yes, the Oedipus complex the Oedipus is <laughs> absolutely about you want to overcome your father and have a relationship with your mother. No, the, that's the, a Freudian the, thing. The, the anyway. Look it up, listeners. It's it's but a be it's a hey, reach guys, on Freud's part. Be careful on the internet if you're looking up the Oedipus <laughs> complex. Okay. Wow. Uh, yikes. Um, we might just, have to edit that out. Okay. Because you just told people to. No, I said be careful if yeah. you're doing it. You, Still. Google safe search on. Yes. Okay. It's important. We're, um, we're a responsible podcast. Yes. Uh, uh, should we talk more about the world of Batman and Harley Quinn here? Sure. Um, it and it goes. It, you know, we kind of took a side road there, but. It, uh, it really does go back to that environment and the style and uh, certainly the palettes. It uses a lot of the same. Um, uh, we open on a red sky. Yeah, I mean, like that was this, I, the, the Batman animated series mm -hmm. was so unique for its time. Uh, in cartoons, you couldn't draw with black mm -hmm. um, because you couldn't, you know, how do you distinguish black on black? Mm -hmm. Um, and so animated series did something um, amazing. It, it used a red palette for the night sky. Mm -hmm. So Gotham was always flanked in this like kind of dirty, red, ominous yeah. sky. And, and it was dark. It instilled the danger of the really city did. with just and a color palette. And it was so wonderful yeah. to see her return to that. Because even in um, Justice League and Gotham Knights, which is the fourth season of the animated series mm -hmm. uh, where Nightwing debuts and the animation style changes, uh, they abandoned that. They, you know, they they switched over to computer animation and and it, uh, it lost a little bit of the stylized uh, look of the show. And it was great to see a return. In many yeah, ways and more than that, just the more look. than just the color palette. I mean, sure, we, the the Batmobile the... from animated yep. series is back. It's very Batwing. kind of the Batwing. Just the. Um, uh... The deco of, of yeah, art deco the cars are still the, the same. The 1930s and 40s, the style with the fedora hats and overcoats. Yeah. Yet it's still modern day because they still yeah. have, you know, smartphones. Batman's those. using a, a cell phone yeah, he's at different a... points, which was kind of like, what? Why is Batman using a, a smartphone? But I guess to be fair, no one else really did. So maybe it was just kind of the established that was the bat phone. I don't know. <laughs> it. I guess it's very ambiguous. As to when in the world this would take place? Sure. Well, uh, with that, it, it, it was interesting because it married the animated series feel with Justice League Unlimited and Justice League series and also Teen Titans mm -hmm. really well. There were elements of all of those things, which are all components of the DC animated universe that was birthed by um, Bruce Timm and Paul Dini and involves Sam Register and Glenn Murakawi. Yeah. Um, who have kind of taken it and... And yeah, carried and, it on and into it, Young Justice and the the expanded New Fifty Two movies that they've done, and and this uh, this fit in. It did. It fit to, in, especially to the the old. Uh, well, I'll the say it series. fit visually. Visually, oh yeah, I'm talking totally visually. Totally, it did. not I am fit. talking. I would visually, never argue that tonally. Sure, uh, it would. Should we talk totally? I think we should. Okay. This was a comedy, guys. This was this was not the movie I thought I was going into, and it was not the movie that the trailer led me to believe it was. This was not. I don't know if Batman. I saw the trailer to this. I saw the trailer for it. Hmm. Uh, I shared it with you. I might just not have watched it. Wow, that's. <laughs> no, maybe I did see it. I don't. Hey, sketch. Don't check this out. Uh huh. Nothing. You didn't watch it. Trash box. Wow. No, I don't remember. Maybe I did. Um. You send me so much stuff all the time. <laughs> I, uh, um, I, you know what? I am done.
Oh, oh no, guest no, over. Oh, well, wait, no. Oh, here, our food's on the way. Okay, here we oh, go. I was going to say, you. I get all these ladies to myself. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, so tonally, this, this. Uh, this is a comedy. It was not what I thought I was promised. Like, Batman is straight up cracking jokes in this. Not a ton. He's cracking Batman jokes, but he's not going. I mean, he's uh, going. He's going. Very. He's going out of character, but yes. he's not flying out of character. Batman and Nightwing yes. are both very out of character in this. And Nightwing iteration. too. Yes, Nightwing as well. Really? Yeah. I thought Nightwing did some Nightwing things in character. Fell wink, back wink, into, nudge, nudge. Yeah. Nightwing fell back into the the Robin persona. Yeah, yeah, his Dick Grayson days. Right. Which. Well, I mean, yeah, his Robin days because he's always Dick Grayson. It, it, it doesn't. But he's grown past this. Nightwing is Batman's equal. Well, uh, this Nightwing Harley is very brings much out the kid in you. Well, yeah, she does. Um, yeah, violently but, but this, and inappropriately. This this was uh, <laughs> it. Just this was a lot funnier than I thought it was going uh, yeah. to be. To the to the point where we both asked the question, and this is one of my big questions. Are we going to do it right now? Well, we won't ask the question, but we, okay. we're both, we, we asked the same we question to each other. Wondered, like yeah. mid movie, is this actually happening, or is this like a dream sequence, or fan fiction, or yeah. something? Um, because it is, it's so tonally out of character. Within the same scene, you get fart jokes and a vibrator joke. Yes, in the same scene. Yeah, in a Batman movie with Batman. In in present. Batman, in Nightwing, and Harley on a road trip in the Batmobile. Yeah. Uh, you, <laughs> I mean, I was laughing. I was also laughing. It was funny. But I was also asking myself, is this actually happening? I think, I think you that's know what it officially made me of? when I thought to myself, okay, this cannot be happening. Did you ever watch Doug? Of course I watched Doug. Do you remember when Doug moved from Nickelodeon to ABC? Yes. And then everything, I didn't watch it anymore. I didn't watch it anymore. And like uh, Smash Adams what became a comedy and the beats broke up. And, oh, bro, and oh, Doug's questioning everything about his existence. Oh, and that's what that's, this did to you? That made me, yeah, yeah, it made me think of that. I was like, oh my God. Like, the, I don't know which way is up. What's happening? I'm laughing and enjoying myself, but I don't, my brain can't process this. As soon as... Harley Quinn comes into play. Yeah. There's a tonal shift. There's a huge tonal shift. And um, uh, one scene in, I would say. Because yeah. her first scene, I think, is still... Yes. It could still exist in, in, in the Batman animated series Within, realm. From the first scene to the... I would say the, the first third of the movie, uh -huh. we start with straight-up murder. Yep. Yeah. To blood and gore, blood, we, you know, straight up murder, blood and gore. People are ripped in half, blood splatters. Oh, I suppose once again we should say just like we did with the Teen Titans. This isn't like, you know, there were this children a, in the theater. With yeah, us. and we were like, there should. Oh man, they were like, also running around. So yeah. that was another reason why I was like, they should not they be should here. Not be here. Uh, but they really should not have been here. This was not a kids' movie. This was a movie made for adults who grew up with the animated series yes. that are returning to it as adults. Yes. Uh, it, yeah, it's, it's it a has, fan service movie in many ways. It has morphed enough um, so that those of us who grew up with the animated series would recognize more adult themes in, like it wasn't just sure. full on an episode of the animated series. So like the arc, the first third of this movie, I would say, mm -hmm. the first five scenes maybe, mm -hmm. or the first six scenes, we go from straight up blood and gore yep. to... Um, 
Super what Babes. Else? Super Babes. With, uh, lots of... A lot of fan service. 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 Broken limbs, broken arms. Mm -hmm. Fight sequence. Good fight. Between fight Nightwing and Harley Quinn. Yep. To... I love that she had the weight in her purse. Yes. That was just... Oh, that was great. That was, 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 I'm, I'm still... Perfect with... to Harley Quinn. And then... Mm -hmm. um, she drugs Nightwing. She drugs... Drug, it transitions to date rape, essentially. Yeah. She drugs Nightwing, ties him up. Yep. Um, and it is only... The movie gets a little rapey. It a little rapey. It is only, like, separated from that and the fact that the writers uh, make it implicit, uh, impl uh, painfully obvious that this is consensual. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I still don't think you would get away with this kind of scene if oh, the genders if, if, were reversed. No, no, definitely. Uh, Dick was certainly hesitant, but he had a, um, he shall goes we with say, it. a physical reaction that made Quinn. it... Uh, yeah. Uh, indisputable that at least part of him was into this. Sure. And the next scene, tickle, <laughs> tickle fight. Tickle fight. Batman tracks down Nightwing, uh, is about to bust in the door because he hears, you know, like, like no, Harley, oh, Harley. And then uh, the, laughing. Yeah, and he giggling. goes from, yeah. Yeah. And that's and, probably and when there's it shifts. The, the tonal shift. Yeah. It is such a... Abrupt juxtaposition, tonal shift mm -hmm. that you were left after yourself. What is happening? It's and it took me right out of that Batman the Animated Series universe. From that point forward, that, I was on the ride and I was enjoying it, but I was like, "All right, this isn't." That this was isn't that was the exact moment where I was like, is, "Oh, is this a, is this I, real?" I I jumped to the end of the movie and I was like, we're going to find out that Harley is like writing a fan fiction. Or she's in her cell at Arkham yeah, playing, playing with, with dolls action figures. or something. Yeah. And I am 100% on board with this. Yes. I made that leap that I, I, or I made that leap and I was like, yes, I bought my ticket. I, I yep. got on board and I'm going to take Huzzah. this ride. Uh, and, so and, then, be, and because of that, I, I really enjoyed, I was really laughing along. Yep. It was very strange to see Batman, you know, tapping his finger to music and Dick dancing at, yeah. the, at the nightclub. <laughs> but in my mind, I was like, yeah, but this is Harley retelling the story. Right, this right, is Harley right. recounting This is, this is Harley, like, recounting to the parole hero. board exactly. that now she, yeah, yeah. she can, you know, be redeemed. And, and you know, and at the end of the movie, we're going to have this scene and, and it's going to pan over. Or and, she's, and like, it's pitching like, a movie. And Batman, like... Batman, like, like that's not how it if it's at well if it's at the parole board I was yeah. even gonna say like I could see Batman being like sure yeah that's yeah, how that's it how happened. happened just to, you know to, right. to help her right but we all know wink wink nudge nudge right. we all know that's not how it happened right. um the reason you might be wondering why they're looking for Harley Quinn in the first place it's because Poison Ivy, poison Ivy has teamed up with Floronic Man the Floronic Man this is like a male this was my Ivy first from another dimension this was my first introduction to him oh really yeah, yeah. I, I was unfamiliar with him he's mentioned in some of the games the oh, is he? games yeah oh and like some of the easter eggs when yeah. you like get riddler trophies and stuff yep. like that oh i guess whoosh, way i don't over think my you head. ever see him but yeah. yeah the floronic man is kind of like a, a hybrid swamp thing poison ivy character yeah and Jason they Ward. are kind of doing the old classic poison ivy sure. idea of 
releasing something, a toxin They're or a gas use or a virus. The process that created Swamp Thing mm -hmm. to turn everybody to turn everybody every... into plant hybrids and save the planet because humans are destroying the planet. Because that's Harley's soapbox, isn't it? No, that's uh, Ivy's soapbox. Oh, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, that is definitely not Harley's <laughs> soapbox. Um, Harley doesn't have a soapbox. No. Really, I mean, she has one, but it's filled with anthrax. It's Thursday, so yeah. it, it can change. <laughs> um, that was a great. That was a great line. I love yeah. that line. And so it, I can't trust you. You might decide to double cross us because it's it, it suits you, or because the wind, the wind blows, blows the other way, or, or because, because it's Thursday. Thursday. And then later on, when it's, she does yeah. double cross, because it's, it's Thursday. Uh, but uh, and so they they track down Harley because uh, we know so that good. Harley has had a, a relationship in this in yeah. this. It's not a telling, romantic relationship. We don't know. Yeah, they're, it could be BFFs, just friends, or or whatever. They're BFFs. Uh, yeah, but they have a, they have a close relationship. Yeah. and so Harley's their best bet of tracking down. Yes, and Harley goes Ivy. along with it because she wants to save Ivy. She wants to save Ivy, and I think at at uh, some point she also wants to redeem this is what i say where other people's relationships matter to to harley sure. she wants to redeem other people's opinions of yes. her that was a great scene where she has nightwing tied up before. it was a great scene well she the nightwing's like you don't like you skipped your parole officer meet up you're living off the grid you're yeah, working as a waitress Dick is basically like, like you're not even your, trying yeah, to better use your, your degree. life and she like walks over this stack, stack of, of all papers. the things she's applied for. Yeah, and all these you jobs. Know, they won't have... take her for this. They won't take right. her for that. The only things that she's getting are like Playboy articles. Right. And We're gonna film horns. this movie in Thailand because yeah, for legal, legal reasons. reasons. Uh, so it it really and so like being a waitress is trying. the most. Yeah. It's it's the most sadly it's the most rewarding and straight job that she can exactly. get. Exactly. Um, so it really deposits this idea that. She certainly left the Joker behind her. I mean, we're we're she in left that, it all behind her. Yeah, we're in that realm now where, kind of the. The scars are still there, right? The mental scars of what the Joker. Put her through, right? But she is no longer the uh, under his sway. Yeah, she's no longer under his spell, and and she is she is her own she's her own woman, but in that sense. Her past is she's feeling the consequences of her past. Right. And she is trying to overcome them. And so by teaming up with Dick and Batman, it is her chance. She sees it as, as a means to the end. Right. Put in a good word with me with the parole board. Yep. Even though Batman's like, fuck no. Right. Uh, Not going to happen. And Dick's like, come, come on, on, man. Wait, there's a, well, you're always saying have a plan B. Yeah. <laughs> Your plan B is Harley Quinn. Yeah. And, and I think that's another, uh, Probably another reason why I like Harley Quinn so much is she's completely underestimated. Yes. At all times. Yes. Even by Batman. Yes. Um, she's a freaking doctor. Yes. She's a psychologist. She is. A, she's a psychiatrist. Psychiatrist. She is an MD. Yes, psych she is psychiatrist. She is highly intelligent. I get those two wrong. She's an excellent judge of character. Mm -hmm. She is has a similar deductive brain to Batman. Yeah. Um, I would say she's more of a detective than Nightwing. Um, yeah, I mean, especially in terms of human behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she knows how to get exactly what she needs to get out of people and how to get it. And she knows... And it's demonstrated multiple times in this film. And, and film. she knows also... She doesn't have blinders on to herself. No. Either. She she says bat, either Batman or Dick calls her a psychopath. And yes. she's like... Sociopath. Sociopath. I'm not a psychopath. Right. Everyone gets that wrong. Because 
and I looked this up after the movie. Sure. What is the difference between a sociopath and a psychopath? A psych- they're, they're very similar in the way they, they uh, operate with you know, rules and right. the law and interactions with others, except that a psychopath is uh, documented as just not caring about anything. anything. It's right. all self. Where a sociopath will still form attachments with, um, you know, certainly not with strangers. They, they won't care about right. strangers, and Harley doesn't care about strangers. Right. But those that she deems close to her, she has strong uh, connections with. Right, and you see that you in do. This, this film. She cares. And she cares about Batman and Nightwing. They're a part of her life. Yes. I mean... They foiled her, her, her Putin's plans for, for decades at right. this point. But they are part of her life. And she cares not only what they can do for her, but a little bit about their opinion yeah. of, of her. And their well-being to a certain extent. Absolutely. So that's what I mean when I say like... And also Ivy. She legitimately cares about She legitimately cares, cares about, about Ivy. Ivy. Yeah. Um, that's what I mean when I say like Har- uh, Harley is not the, the Friends don't let friends kill 7 billion seven people. Billion people, yeah. Um, it was a great line. Harley is not the, the the shallow character that everyone thinks they are, and probably of the reason a lot of people do is okay. A lot of times she's used for fan service. I'm yes. not going to deny that, but also she also portrays herself. That's her tool. Mm-hmm. That's her disguise. Yes. That's her. Um, she wears that more than she wears her actual like Harley Quinn yes. getup. Her disguise is that she's a ditzy blonde who doesn't know anything. Right. But guess what, folks? She does. She's an MD. And there's a person under yeah. there. So, I just had to say that in defense of Harley Quinn. Should we uh, transition to rants and raves? Sure. Oh, they save the day. They save oh, the yes, day in a very stupid way. They save the, wait, well, they save, Harley saves the day. Harley saves the day. Because she is able to, she Can understands she, Ivy. Yeah, and, and she's able to convince She, Ivy. like, wipes off her Harlequin makeup. Yep. And just kind of, like, wells up and starts crying, yep. which Ivy can't bear to see. Yeah. Like, her friend crying. Ivy does... Care yes. for Harley. Like you're gonna make me do it. It's the nuclear option. There is certainly evidence. Waterfalls. Without not just in this movie, but in in just the story of the villains in, sure. in general, that Ivy is no picnic to Harley. I mean, Harley left the Joker because he was incredibly abusive. Right. It can be argued that Ivy is, is also, also abusive, abusive to, Harley. to Harley. Certainly not to the extent of the Joker right. and, and stuff like that. And in this scene particularly, you can really see that regardless of all her flaws and the way she might treat Harley, she does care right. about Harley. Whereas the Joker, in does one episode, when the Joker learned, came to the realization to, with himself that he was, oh my God, I might actually care for another human being. He, he shoots her in a shoot, rocket. Yeah. I mean, um, so, I mean, Ivy at least does care, and that's, right. that's the Joker what sways the battle. Because the Joker is a psychopath. The Joker is... Poster child of a psychopath. Yes. Yes. Like, oh shit. I and in the comics, mm-hmm. when he has this reaction, tries to kill her. Yeah. Like legit kill her. Yeah, and, and when you're in a kid comic, you have to or a kid cartoon, right. you have to put her in a rocket. He le- she Harley and Joker kill all of his henchmen. Yep. And it dawns on her as they've killed the final henchman. Oh shit, I'm next. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care about me. Mm-hmm. And that's the final straw for her, right? It is, yeah. yeah. That's that's what heals her or breaks the spell that she is under. And I've and I've enough to like and she she 
turns herself in at Arkham and is like, I need help. And that's the thing. She recognizes these yeah. things. That, that's why I'm That's one of my she's, raves. She's, Do you want to start with raves start for this? With raves. What are you going to give it? Oh, um, I, I, I'll give this a 95. It was what it, uh, when the, you know, it wasn't what the trailer made it out to be, mm -hmm. but it was what it, it, it didn't pretend to be anything else. That's true. It was a, a jaunt through Batman the Animated Series. Okay. Um, and I think it handled the the property well. Mm -hmm. um, it, it didn't really stay true to the tone. Maybe 95 is a little too high. Um, I am, if I'm being honest, I'm surprised you went with a 95. I, maybe, maybe no a No take backsies. No, I'm going to take back. I'm going to go to a, a 92. I'm going to go to a 92. Okay, 92. Um, it didn't treat Batman himself well. It did not well, treat Batman but well. But the movie is about Harley Quinn. It is about Harley Quinn. Um, so I, I will forgive it a, a little bit of that. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'd give it a 92. Okay. Okay. Final answer. I will do, um, I'll do 85. Wow, that's much lower than I thought you were going to give this. For a reason that we'll get to when we get to rants. Sure, and I have that same reason, or I, or I would have given it a 100. And it's just so grievous to me that, that the one rant that I have to give it. Sure. Um. Can we, let's just say the rant. Let's just get sure. it off our chest. let's start with rants. This whole idea that this is um, Harley's fever dream or fan fiction or parole board hearing, it never is. It never happens. We it, never get it, it. It never is. So I it's really, canon. It's, I, it's I canon. can't stress that I really enjoyed this movie. And I was laughing along because in my mind I'm thinking, is it going to be at the end we're going to find out it's the way Harley is explaining it all. We never get that. No. And it left me wanting that. No, it left me needing that to kind of justify the events of the movie. Because it really did, it kind of perverted Bat Batman. It did. I don't mean sexual perversion. No, I just it, per mean like, it perverts the character. Yeah. Uh, and so and so that's why I have to like kind of dock it such, such a grievous amount. But on the flip side of that, it was a great Harley movie. Mm -hmm. It was it was fantastic for her character. Um, I really wasn't that bothered by the way they portrayed Dick Grayson. Really, Dick Grayson, and um, and we'll get into other rants later as well as to maybe what also kept me a little lower. Oh, Quentin Bell, we're getting a whole new staff coming yep, in now. Uh, staff change. Woohoo! Um, but we'll, we'll get into more of the rants later, but I, I do have to just, just when we're going into this, because they never said this was Harley's interpretation of events, you're forced to think, okay, that actually all happened. There were fart jokes in the Batmobile. There was Nightwing dancing in a nightclub. There were, uh, Batman, um... Downing Blake, Milk, taking down, off his belt and saying, let's, let's dance. dance. Um, Batman oh, and... Oh, then to fight people, because that yeah, could be taken sure. if people have in the movie. Um, Batman and Nightwing both just, like, dumping on Booster Gold and the entire Justice League. No, that was fine. It, that was fine. It's not something Batman would have done in front of Harley Quinn. He didn't do it. Yes, he did. He was just driving, and Dick was the one who was like, no, 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 no. I make a lot of hand subtitles. motions because that's what Dick was doing. But no, Batman goes, uh, that's not necessary, Booster. We'll, we'll handle it. Yeah, he didn't dump on him, though. He wasn't like, no, Booster, you're inept. Click. Nobody likes. He Booster was just goals. like, uh, we'll take care of it. There's Do you see, a, the, do you see that? No, he said, we're, we're driving 
under like through yeah, the, and says, there's interference it, oh, yeah, and nightwing's funny. crinkling yeah, papers funny. and batman's like we're uh, inter- interference like that sounds like, like paper that just sounds like paper in the defeated tone of voice yeah. of like everyone voiced by bruce, bruce tim. tim himself yeah. yeah um and then the and then the ending the very last scene is is bruce and dick kissing harley on the, on the, on on the, the cheeks, cheeks as that she was, comes up with the the solution Wait, he's he's mostly leafy. He's like, I don't want to do your Anybody job for you match? guys, but doesn't everyone just have and a And then match? they set the Floronic Man on fire, yeah. which is a rant for me. Okay. Um, well, let's start with Raves. Raves. I always like to start on the good, because I'm a positive guy. We were talking about rants. Well, I had to get that one rant okay. out of the way, because you um, said how... The movie just came out. Only... Uh, yeah, last night. Last night. Yeah. Uh, no, today. Really, is the first today. day that most people can watch it. Okay. So, uh, so far, 90% of Google uh, reviewers... Like it? Like it. Perfect. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 60%, mm. but makes the note that there is no consensus on critic reviews yet. Okay. So, verdict's out. Okay. Uh, so, the public seems to love it, 90%, uh, and critics haven't really started weighing in yet. I, I think, think it'll be I a while between people... I think a lot of people identify with Harley the way I do. Yeah. And it, it, she's, she's a character that you, you, you like to go on an adventure with her. Sure. So, go ahead. What's a rave of yours? Uh, raves, uh, definitely the return to the animated series world. Absolutely. The black on red, uh, night, uh, night sky mm-hmm. is just beautiful. Absolutely. Um, and it was, I mean, it really took me back to my childhood when I saw that. We shades and I were debating um, whether or not we were going to see this in the theaters. Right. And then it basically came down to if we want to see it, it has to be. In the it has theaters. to be in theaters because it's not out yet. Um, and so we went. Yeah. As soon as it opened, I thought to myself, I'm glad we're seeing this in theaters. I agree. Like, see, yep. just seeing that world about this, up on the big screen. Um, and we're like, oh, I don't know how seeing it in a theater is going to be because, mm-hmm. like, this is a world where you're sitting on the floor in front of your television or coming home after school and, and watching it. And, and I wanted to try and recapture just that. kind of what we still do. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. Re- Long-time listeners know. That's not an hyperbole. <laughs> My That's wife really we're doing. will come home nine times out of ten, and I'm sitting on the floor in front of the TV, geeking yeah. out about something. Yeah, uh, that's a true story, and she will be the first one to tell you that. Oh yeah. Uh, but I'm I'm also glad we saw it on the big screen. I thought it was really special to see that world. It absolutely was larger than life. Yeah, I will uh, 100% support that rave. That it was. It's the right choice. The the world. Uh, if you see the world. As a character, it was nice to see that character. Again. Yeah. Like, that was a character we haven't seen in a long time. It's an old friend that I haven't seen exactly. in, like, 20 years. Yeah. And I don't I don't own the animated series. It's very expensive to purchase. Is it really? It, it I is. I have the they first like, four seasons. Do you really? I really, they, really do. When they first came out, they were $100 each. Wow. Yeah. I... They're, they're streaming on Amazon now with Prime, so I can watch them and revisit them. I haven't done that yet, but... They were always someone... on, um, like, Christmas lists and birthday yeah, lists for somebody me. Over the years, the I've gotten first them. Somebody season to me nice um for a birthday or christmas one year well when yeah, we do they, they were very expensive when they came at out at one point we will definitely do the animated oh, series I, as an episode down, yeah, and definitely. we'll just we'll just get in our our batman pjs you get, a, you get a rave our batman onesies again yeah get our batman onesies sure. and we'll just geek out Breed from the tv in front of the tv um i'll just go on a rave with um harley quinn i sure. mean not not the character of harley quinn because i know i've probably bored everyone's Everyone's probably picturing that at, in the uh, the geeking out uh, locker room. Yeah. The the sketch uh, 
locker probably is just plastered with Harley Quinn pictures. Pinups, yeah, I would imagine. Um, I mean, why, I've seen it. I don't have to. Imagine. Why do we have a locker room? Because you know, it's the command. It's a command why center. Why do you insist on changing together? <laughs> it's just the two of us. It it's part of the montage, it's man. It's camaraderie. It's, I suppose it builds. Yeah. Team camaraderie um, to suit up together. The way uh, and slide down those bat poles. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the way they. I don't know where they go. With <laughs> special drink. But we out. jump onto them. Yep. Uh, th Boy, this episode took a turn. Yeah. Um, the the Harley the Harley character not not just the character as she exists in the the DC U, but sure the way they portrayed her in this movie. Yeah. I thought was. True to her character, uh, they didn't really take any liberties. You know, they they weren't like, oh, this is going to be the opportunity. For they us didn't to pull really... Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's a good way to put it. They stayed very true to her animated series origin, but they also, uh, you know, they bolstered her with better character development than right. than um, I would say she they, started with than better character development than they gave her in Suicide Squad. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, and I will piggyback yeah. onto this rave. Okay. Um, her character arc. Um, and there's a scene uh, in the movie mm -hmm. after she's been with Batman and Robin, uh, Batman and Nightwing mm -hmm. for. That's why I just keep saying Dick. Yeah. He's not really Nightwing in this movie. He's just Dick. Grayson. Just call him Dick. Grayson. Mm -hmm. Sure. I think I have a cold today. Yeah. Um, the the professor that's kind of under Ivy's control and yeah. is helping them develop the formula dies, and you. You really see in Harley's arc, arms. In Harley's arms, and she she comforts him yeah. as best she can. Um, and you you really see that Harley is a good person. She is who was psychologically and physically abused to the point of submission by an evil man. Yeah, she is not an evil person. No. Um, and I thought that was important because Har Harley Quinn has become in many ways more popular than Batman in the Batman universe, particularly mm -hmm. with high school students. Mm -hmm. of, and I don't think it's a gender thing, but... Uh, I don't know many high school students, so I'm gonna... I teach high school, so I see this, mm -hmm. that people, high school students in particular, look at this relationship between the Joker and Harley Quinn and just gush over it and, and look at it. And it's, it is the definition of an unhealthy relationship yeah and you should not aspire to that yeah and i think it was both important and responsible on the part of the creators of this character to show that she eventually recognizes what happened to mm -hmm. her gets the help that she needs mm -hmm. and grows past it and that this is a character you you should not aspire to this relationship you you should actively fight this relationship and you should get help if you find yourself in right. a situation. You like shouldn't this. aspire to that relationship, but you could you could still hold Harley herself in a weird way as a bit of a role model, as sure. someone who well, breaks from Harley, that. as we've kind of touched, Harley suffers from histri uh, histrionic mm -hmm. disorder mm -hmm. and she is a sociopath. Sociopath. Yeah. Um, and histrionic disorder is constant attention seeking. Mm -hmm. Emotional overreactions and it suffers from high suggestibility, which you can also describe that as puberty in teenage years. Yes, yes, you, you could. So I, under, I understand. I mean, why dialed up to the nth degree. People but. identify high school students in particular identify yep. with this character, um, but sometimes I think glorify it and uh, aspire to it. 
So I was. I, I think thought, that's you... a big rave that the the people who created the characters recognized this and finished the development of the character. Yeah, it, there was a responsibility they yeah. had, and they took that responsibility. They, did. they didn't shrug it off. And I and this is. I'm going to contradict myself with this later. Okay. Um, because I have Long-time a rave. listeners are. I have a rave that basically says the opposite. Yourself. But I thought it was handled so well. And Suicide Squad had an opportunity to do the same thing. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, they put her right back to square one yeah. with the Joker. Yeah. And it pissed me off beyond any measure that I can rationally describe. See, I told you guys, a Suicide Squad spoiler might pop up. Yeah. Um, there it is. But we, we definitely have to do a Suicide Squad um, I mean, episode at some point. Harley, Harley off is at the end of that a, movie. I think, if, if you're going to understand Harley Quinn... And if you're gonna kind of, if you're gonna kind of put her on this pedestal, especially if you're a high school student, you have to look at the whole Harley Quinn picture. She's tragic. She's a tragic yeah. character, but she's not without hope. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, especially in the the storm and stress of high school years, can identify with that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Feeling tragic, feeling stuck, feeling. Um, Oppressed, oppressed, misunderstood. A slave to your obsessions. Yeah. But even Harley is not without hope of transcending that, overcoming and, that. And is redeemable. And this movie demonstrated that very well. Yeah. That she could overcome that. I'm, I'm bumping me, myself up to at 87. Okay. I'm slowly creeping up. We'll see where you end. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, well, you change your mind. I'm going to change my mind. Um so that was my rave, but you took it over. Do you do you want to keep going with another rave? Do you sure. have any more raves? I do. Uh, Nightwing. Just wow. You just love Dick. Grayson. Yeah, sure. That Nightwing. Um, I missed that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, just, just wow. I mean, uh, there is, for a while, Nightwing was known as Ineptwing in mm-hmm. the comics just because he ran a, a, a string of bad luck and bad decisions. Yeah. And when, when you do Nightwing well... Damn, what a great character. So do you think they did Nightwing well? Um, I think... I mean, you put him in the in the rave section. Yeah, I mean, I just... We only ever get Nightwing, particularly in this world, when the Batman and Nightwing are at odds with each other mm-hmm. and not working together as a team. Mm-hmm. But damn, when they work as a team, like, the dynamic duo is alive and well in that, this movie. That was nice because... And it was great to see, in the animated universe in particular, that their relationship is healed. Yeah. it At some point. Dick was... I, I 110% understand why they put Dick into this movie. Yeah. Because you needed him to aid in the partnership between Harley and Batman. Batman there and was Harley no could never way. be partners. No. And but I was, Nightwing I was could curious be the going into man. this yeah. how that was going to be. Because they, they they didn't really reveal what capacity Nightwing would, would be in it. Just that No, Lester I just assumed was he was going to be yeah. just like in a scene. But he was, he was starting yeah, to Yeah, when we get Nightwing in an animated movie, it's usually as a cameo. Yeah. Um, you needed him in this movie, and he fulfilled that role perfectly yeah. in um, defending Harley to Batman. Yep. And at the same time, being giving Harley the push. Sure. Without just the the wall that is Batman. Like Batman has no give. Batman would never Nightwing show any is willing to work with you. Yeah. You know, Nightwing will find a way yeah. to work with you. Yeah. Oh, if I'm gonna have a mentor, and it's it's either uh, Nightwing or Batman. I want a, I want Nightwing as my mentor, yeah. regardless of how 
how amazingly good at what he is Batman right. is. I'd much rather have Dick. We probably wouldn't survive being mentored. No, I, yeah. I have no illusions with. that I'm the next Robin, everybody. So you can, you know, you don't have to write in. But if you want to, you can at go with Shades and Sketch at gmail.com. <laughs> um, well, let's, let's be honest. If any one of us was going to be the next Robin. You? I think I could do it. All right. You look good in the short shorts. Yeah. Pull I've it off. seen you in the locker room. Yeah. Um, any more raves? I have, I have a Nightwing costume upstairs. I am well aware I that have, you do. I have rocked it on many of occasions. I am more than aware that you do. <laughs> yes. It's hanging in the locker. Yes, it is. Yeah. You have the biggest locker here. I do. Um, just like Harley with Oliver Harley <laughs> Harley outfits. Arctic Harley. Which were, yeah. <laughs> I would like I would like to go back and see oh, if man, all those I'll... little references to her outfits were outfits that she's actually worn, worn in the in animated the, series. That would be great. Uh, because some of them were very arbitrary. Yes. But in a way that you were like, I'm sure there was an episode where, you know, like they teamed up with Mr. Freeze and she needed to be. Sure. Uh, but they were so neatly organized in that closet. But when Batman comes in and discovers, they they're all over the floor. All over the floor. What happened? They, it looks like they had a costume party. Oh my goodness. Oof. Just such a mess. What a mess. Such a mess. Um, it, maybe, hopefully she has a maid outfit in there to it help clean it up. I asked myself the question, how long has Nightwing been missing? How I feel long? Like it had to have been a long time. That's what I mean. For Batman she, to come looking for him, because the previous scene was Nightwing can handle himself. She took she she claimed it was a 20-minute makeout session. Right. For starters, just after that, she talks about her vibrator. So I think it was a little bit more than a makeout <laughs> session. And all the clothes were on the floor. Right. And the scene started when she got out of work. Right. We are currently at Super Babes. The sign on the wall says last call two. Right. Okay, so, and then Batman found, it's always night in Gotham, so it's right. hard to tell. It's nighttime. But he didn't go looking for her immediately. Oh, no. They no. had plenty like, Wing, of time. Nightwing can handle himself. I'm going to, you know what I like? The more we do this podcast, the more our rants and raves really like work oh, into yeah. each other back yeah. and forth. So you just talked about Dick. I want, sure. I talked, I want to say I liked the fight between Harley and Oh, Nightwing. it was fantastic. Um, it was so... Well done. And like Batman fighting Harley yeah. would, I don't think I'd get anything out of that because yeah. Batman is so rigid, but but Nightwing's right there taunting her. And they're both, Push, yeah, they're they, both acrobatic. And they're both having fun with both it. Both having fun. I get the feeling a little bit like like Dick isn't going full tilt yeah. into her. He was holding back. But she's definitely going full tilt. Oh, yeah. To the point where well, he, she then was like, he starts to. I'm like, done with this life. Yeah. I'm out. Leave me alone. Yeah, the reason she's fighting Dick is because... He pushed her. Leave me alone. I don't want to yeah. be here. And basically, she's like, all right, you're about to pay back for every pinch on no, the well, ass, well, slap, no. sweetie I've gotten in the last three Nightwing months. Nightwing says, you've skipped out on your parole. Oh, yeah. You're a criminal. She he, he, I'm he bringing black, you in. He blackmails her. He, yeah. yeah. And this is like, that's it. And now you're going to get payback for every pinch and slap on the ass I've gotten in the last shift. Yeah. yeah. Um. Not us. We're the, no. We're incredibly we are respectful. Respectable. We are here for the food. Right. Yes. And the milkshakes. The milkshakes. The chocolate and vanilla milkshakes. Thank you. Jesus. What? Whoa. Gosh. Anyway, that fight when Nightwing finally does start winning, and right. starts being like, "All right, I better get. Myself. I better take this yeah. serious." It. Oops. Someone's drunk. okay. Everybody, someone's got to put put down the uh, the old buzz beers or whatever they're serving here. Um, then you're like, "There's no way that Harley can beat Dick." I mean, come on. 
but then it's it's uh, discovered that she she has one trick up her sleeve. One trick, yeah, good good use of words. She has one trick up her sleeve, and she's able to poison. It is a, a diluted Joker toxin. Yeah, which and basically paralyzes yeah, him in laughter. In laughter, and then she kicks, kicks him in the face, face and knocks him out. <laughs> so that that whole fight was was great. And uh, believable, because like yeah. I said, if it was Batman versus Harley, it wouldn't have been right. believable. Right. But this was believable because you know those two characters. Right. Um, I've got another rave. Sure. Do you have another rave? That was my rave. Okay, that was your so turn. Um, road trip from Gotham to Bloodhaven. <laughs> the big comedy scene? <laughs> the big... It was well done. I mean, you... It doesn't fit tonally in the animated series universe, but it was so well done. Are you including the... Booster Gold? Everything. Well, yeah. yeah, the Booster Gold. The, the bar scene? The bar scene. Like, that whole road trip sure. to Bloodhaven. Yeah, the you, bar, like, it was... you could only get that Man. in a Harley Quinn yeah. movie. Um, I am not really a guy who laughs at fart humor. Uh, nor am I. Not since I was a kid. I, I, I mean, don't fuck, I, will, like, I will always laugh you know why it at was that funny? scene in Blazing Saddles. You know why it was I funny though? Laugh it was only that. funny because it was Batman and Nightwing. Yeah, and it was their reactions. Their reactions. And you could see the trainer. <gasps> oh god, Batman, please pull over. Yeah, and Batman's like, what smells like? Discipline. Discipline. And then another one comes out <laughs> and, and Dick's about to puke. Right. And Batman breaks enough just to hold right. his hand up to his and nose. Pulls over. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny. Consequently, um, don't eat the wings at Super Babes. Oh, God, I've had 12. Oh, no. It's going to be a long. Oh, no, I have had long. 12. Oh, God, here we go. Oh, here comes 13. <laughs> oh, they're just so good, though. You are cut off, The sir. Atomics. I still have eight more hey, to eat. No more, no more wings for I this guy. I don't take these, though. These, I've, I've touched them all. Oh. I've touched them. Um... That scene what was else was so, oh and the other scene was when Harley started complaining and all Batman would do was raise a finger. Yes, that was wonderful. The, like a parent yep. to a toddler in the back, yep. and I, I would do it to you, for you guys, but it doesn't it's, make for it's great. It's silent audio. and doesn't make for great audio. Right. But just imagine a strict father silencing a child in the back. I would with imagine just a, that you can gesture. find that scene on YouTube by yeah. this point. Oh yeah, probably. So yeah. Any more raves? Um, no, I'm ready to go into rants if you are. Yeah, let's do it. And I, I would just say the, the animation was beautifully done. That's one of my rants. The animation? I think the animation was lacking. Really? The stills were fine. The backgrounds were fine. Okay. The movements. Well, I think that was the style they were going for. Mm. It was kind of like a mod, a 60s mm. mod kind of style. It wasn't quite Justice League, an animated series. It was, it, it was subtle cartooniness. I still felt like It was a I little, you know what it kind of looked like? What? Titans Go. Some uh, the shading and elements of it kind of looked like Titans Go. And again, I'm 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 literally talking about the animation, the yeah. the, the movements of characters. I, I only felt it I, in certain points where I felt like it was supposed to be there. I didn't I didn't see it in the fight between Harley and Nightwing. No, the fights were fine, and that's probably my my point. The, the inconsistency. I mean, there's always going to be inconsistency sure. because it a more intricate Fight scene, you obviously put more effort artistically into those sure. to make them to make them meld better together. But the job of an animator in an animation studio is to still make sure that they um, that it blends together. The scenes that aren't as animated as finely, and the scenes that are need to blend together a little more seamlessly. I didn't find it that seamless. Okay. Um, 
I guess I would agree with that. Where it, I thought it was a stylistic choice. Where it, and it but I would, I would been, defer to sketch just, on this. It just didn't come across to me as a stylistic choice. Yeah. The, I think the part for me that was the most guilty of this was the whole dance scene. Um, that yeah, the well, I would I would agree with you there in the way that Harley is drawn and the way that Nightwing and Batman are drawn in yes. that same scene is, it looks like they were done in different animation studios. Yes, um, I would agree. With and that you whole, just you just saw more of Harley that, especially is, when Dick is dancing. Yeah, it, it's 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 abrupt. It's a loop. Yeah, it, and it's an obvious loop. It's not right. a hidden loop. It's just. Right. And this Har move to this move, and then back to this move yeah. to that move, and, and it's Harley's the, like round and soft, and yep. Batman, and, and you're almost Nightwing having are very angular. You're almost having um, pans going around Harley. She's uh, she's bending. I'm not I'm not trying to say this in a sexual way. I'm saying it in an animation way. I mean, right. her body is doing more movement. Right. And, and it's more even fluid. though Dick yeah. is dancing, it's on a loop. It, it feels like the scene in Charlie Brown where it's everyone's dancing. You know, like he's way. got the yeah. he's got the same thing. So um, for me, that was just a bit of a rant because again, rant is when I the the brakes get pumped and I go, I'm falling out of the world, and that just took me out of the world a little bit. Maybe I'm overly critical of animation, um, but I think it is. If it's an animated movie, it's a fair thing to be aware of. Wouldn't you agree? I would agree. Yeah. Um, so, stylistically, it's not a rant. The background's not a rant. It's just the transitions between the well-animated scenes and the short-cutty animated scenes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um... Rants. Um, okay, I don't have a lot of rants. Um, uh, so right off the bat, the the movie's a little rapey. Um, oh boy, it am is. I going to be if a it hypocrite? Was, in if this it was episode. reversed, oh, and so Nightwing had tied down Harley, yeah, um, it it would be unconscionable. There would have been police probably waiting for us at, it, at the mean, exit of the movie. I mean, there would have been. Um, I mean, that's all people would be talking about. If if it, yes, if the genders were reversed, it would one hundred percent be unacceptable. Right. Um, in any in legally, socially, whatever. Right. It, I mean, even if I mean, even if it was one hundred percent just a mirror, and Harley was like, quote unquote, consenting the way right. Dick was, people would still be arguing that like. Well, she's under distress. Like, right. You, blah, blah, blah. you could only get away with a scene like that if it is right. the, the, the female protagonist going after the, the male. Right. Um, and I, I not just that scene, but also Poison Ivy and the scientist. He is a slave to her. That. And, and she is holding him against his will and making him do things that he... Can Would not you, do. here's a discussion sure. that we're about to have, so buckle up. Here we go. Can you fault this movie for that, though? Because that's Poison Ivy's gig. Well, I, I'm that's just saying, in the context does. of this movie, mm -hmm. it was a little rapey. Um, yes. Long-time listeners, just so you know, Poison Ivy is just using the scientist yeah, to, I mean, to do science. He is a slave to her whereas will. Whereas Harley was using Dick for... A good time. 
is murdering. You got something I want, and I got something you want. And maybe I'll Quotes. call you when my vibrator's when batteries, batteries die. die. Yeah. Um, that was funny. Um, it was. I agree it was rapey. This is going to make me sound horrible. Should I say it? I don't know. I can edit it out if it's too bad. Okay. And leave all of the context. You're going to leave it, though. I know. No matter what, you're going to leave it. This probably says something for me. And maybe because it makes it hypothetical. I was more okay with it when I thought it was all in Harley's mind. Like, the, the, the Dick Grayson rape scene, to me, was more evidence that this is in Harley's mind. Sure. Like, Nightwing would never do this. Yeah. Like to, This is clearly Harley... Like, like playing with action figures, yeah, writing this, fanfic. This is the erotic section of her, uh, right? Of her fanfic. Her, yeah, you know. Uh, so in that sense, it made more sense to me. But then at the end of the movie, when we don't get that scene, and we were both like, and I, then, then I, in I, retrospective, you have to look back, and then that's when you're right. like, oh, oh, am I okay with it I don't now? Because yeah. it did happen. But boy, by the end, I mean, Dick was full on board. Uh, oh yeah, he was having a good old time. He was having a great time. Anyway, I, I, I have, mean that was. I have to leave that as a. And we both left the theater, kind of confused. Saying, where, where was that scene? I need that scene. I I don't think I've ever needed a scene or an explanation more than I needed that in this movie. So, any more rants? Um... For for me, honestly, my two big rants are the. Um, the animation inconsistency and the one I've already talked about with not getting that scene. Yeah, I have uh, I have two more rants. Okay. Um, Swamp Thing. What the fuck? That was just going to be a big question of mine. What the fuck? Yeah. Swamp Thing uh, is integral to the plot of the movie. Um, they're using the process that created Swamp Thing. Can, if you don't know who Swamp Thing is... Yeah, can I ask for clarification? He is uh, a guy. Oh, who... okay. That's all I need to know gets, uh, there's an industrial accident, chemicals mix with the uh, swamp water, swamp water and it, it's a specific reaction that alters the physiology of his body and turns him into a being similar to Floronic Man or Poison Ivy, but he is, he doesn't it's difficult. He doesn't control nature. He communes with nature. Uh, that's what I was going to say. He's From this kind movie, of like, I got that he's more of like a... He's like the spirit of the earth, yeah. kind of. Swamp Thing is similar to this idea, and, he, and Swamp Thing comics will talk about Mother Gaia uh -huh. um, and like the earth yeah. as a... That's a... He's, he's in this very little. Yes. That is what I got. That he's and more of the bridge between he is, man and, yes. and, and, and nature. And there is this the concept of the green that all ecology on planet Earth is linked. Oh, that's when that's when Poison Ivy started tripping balls. Yeah. There's a scene in this movie where Poison Swamp Ivy Thing has died apparently. at one point. Yeah, Swamp, well, he's made of, he, he dies all the time. He's, so the nature can just re yeah, he's, Swamp Thing. He's like, he okay. creates his body out of So he had died and ecology. he had left behind He left behind yams. these like yams that if you Sweet potatoes. eat them, allow if, if, you if to travel through the green. But like I, they, I think you have to be Heart plant. Yeah, you, you do. Yeah, so fluoresce, and, and basically what's, what's happening, Floronic Man. Fluorescent Basically man. what's, no, Floronic. Fluorescent Yes, exactly. Man. What happens, basically, like, in a similar way that a Star Trek uh, teleporter mm -hmm. 
breaks you down at the atomic level oh, and is that reassembles oh, that's reassembles neat. a person I on the other side. That more. And it's not moving an object from one place to the other. It is physically destroying the object, making a copy and reassembling a copy. At a I different wish location. they had explained that more. So when they're I traveling like, through okay. the green, like what's happening in that scene is they're they're being broken down. Mm -hmm. They're, and they're like consciousness, spirit, soul, I don't know, whatever, like... Whatever travels in the, the green. green. Yeah. It like puts them in tune with the green and allows them to travel... And be reborn. And be reborn on the other side in Louisiana. I didn't yeah. get that at all, so I'm glad you explained And that's that like, Swamp Thing came up out of the swamp. Like, Swamp Thing wasn't sitting at the bottom of the swamp. Right. He I didn't get traveled that. through the green and It was and when was there. Um, FM, Florida Man, yeah. and... Ivy, Ivy ate the yams and then I mean, started they were tripping. tripping balls. I mean, yeah. Ivy's like, whoa, yeah. what is it? And, uh, and the way it's animated, it just looks like they open up a portal in the right. tree and go through the portal. Right. I thought that's what happened. I think that was I Ivy. I thought it was dumb, like, but I was like, I thought, okay, they got to the get there. I think the portal aspect was Ivy tripping. Oh, interesting. Her mind protecting itself from seeing herself destroyed, uh, maybe like piece by piece. I don't know, but they also then like reached back out and grabbed the bag. So like, how did the bag travel through the green? I don't know. It's an animated movie. Yeah, I guess that's what, basically taking place in Poison Ivy's head. I would have. I guess what I would have liked more of instead of that greenish portal opening is sure. if, if like, like they a just, tree they touched the tree and they almost got like absorbed into it. It kind of did then, that with the green glowy. Yeah, and like, then the, and then the hand like came back out like yeah. it's like a tree hand to sure. grab the bag and pull it. What whatever. Um, that would have made more sense. Let me ask you a question about swamp thing. Sure. So this is kind of one of my big questions. Yep. Is the swamp thing in DC yeah. related to the Swamp Thing monster in the monster world. I, I don't know what Swamp Thing in the monster world you're talking about. You there's know. a movie Swamp Thing yeah. and a TV series Swamp Thing. But there's and like, that is the character from DC Comics. Oh, you know what I'm thinking of? I think I'm thinking of the creature from the Black Lagoon. I think that's what, yeah. So, Different. so Swamp Thing is not related to... Creature from the Black Lagoon. No. And and he's not part of that failed movie universe. No. Okay. Swamp Thing is a DC character. Mm -hmm. Is he a hero or is he just an entity? Oh, I mean he's a hero. In the okay. in TV, this movie, Swamp he Thing wasn't. TV series. Well, in this movie, he's kind of he, Swamp Thing has died at some point. Yes. And left his now, hands. yeah, he's he's left his corporeal form yeah. and his swamp, uh -huh. and he's just kind of like. An art. He's not. He can't judge. Yeah. He's basically part of Gaia at this point. He's okay. he's like an a, an Earth spirit. Okay. In this movie, anyway. I mean, like. Yeah, because he pops out of the swamp at yeah. the end in the scene. And you think, Harley's like, yeah, yeah like they all like, are. Yeah, yes, something. And then and then swamp he's like, I can't like, do anything. Yeah, I, I I I can't agree nor disagree with this. And right. Then he just goes back into a swamp. And Harley's like, like what the fuck? That was a big fuck out of nothing. Yeah. Even Dick is like, like, come back. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Um, if that scene was in the movie it was to so make me laugh, too. it didn't work. No. I had laughed I, a lot of times in this movie. That was not I think that, that follows, uh, you brought up 
last episode when we were on the Tantive Four about if, if something's introduced. Oh my God, I'm having PTSD. With, that was an ordeal. It really was. That was an ordeal. Yeah, so if something's introduced. It has to then be utilized later. Right. And they mentioned they, Swamp Thing a lot. So they had to show him. And they need the water from his swamp where he was created. And so ergo, to, to follow through with that, you needed to introduce Swamp Thing. But and then he was totally irrelevant to the story. Then he disappears and they burn FM alive. That that is also like I have this written. Batman and Nightwing set Floronic Man on fire. WTF? Yeah, they do. That is that is a uh, Harley says Does he's basically Leafy. Yeah. Anybody have a match? And they like the light bulbs go off in their head. They kiss her on the cheek. The movie ends. Kiss her that the and kiss then, her on the cheek uh, was probably what bothered me the very yeah. most. But okay. and then the next. Scene that you get is Floronic Man running through the swamp yeah, on in fire. A, in a mid-credit scene. Setting the swamp on fire as yeah. he runs. Yeah. And that was like Batman and Robin would not do this. They could have fixed that by only just having Harley be the one that lights the sure. match. Um, but yeah, Batman clearly lit it. Yeah, it should have been it should have been Harley too, because I think it was the match packet that she got from the from, from the henchman Shrubby. at the uh, yeah, from Shrubby at the at the dance club. So it should have been her, and like yes, she, Harley he gets a fire. match packet from a, a, a '70s disco wearing green ivy henchman named Shrubby. Yep. After I'll she has to perform a song to my rants. for him. Um, add that to the list of things that should have happened but didn't. Yes. Like Harley should have been the one to light it, but sure. it was clearly Batman that lit the match. And then right. the next thing we see right, is right. the guy running on, on fire. fire. Yeah. Um, speaking of the bat utility belt, though, <laughs> I did like the scene in the swamp where the bugs are just You've attacking. got a million you things have, in that you, belt. Yeah, belt. She you would, don't have... He's, he's spraying something. Give me some of that mosquito repellent. Yeah, and he's like, oh, this is a highly concentrated sulfuric... Uh, Acid. Yeah. It'll melt through yada yada. And she's just like, you have a million things in that belt and not one of them is bug spray. And he kind of pauses for a second. Opens up the pouch. Opens up a pouch and gives her a pill. A vitamin B. Yeah, you this will make vitamin you, B, yeah, in your vitamin B in your diet. This will make you less resistant. Oh, that was a nice callback, I think, to like Adam West Batman. I was, with just yeah. like tons of Oh, there were so stuff. many callbacks to Adam West Batman. Yeah. Um, do you have any more rants? No, my 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 two big ones are sure. and they're big. That's why it it got lowered. Should we go on to, to big a questions? To 95 and now up to an 87. Should we go on to big questions? Um yeah, I already asked one of mine which was sure. to help to find swamp thing more and you did. So you you do a big question. Okay, sure. Uh where did this movie come from? Where the fuck did this movie come from? I'm trying to think of oh. <laughs> a reasonable Like what Cocaine-induced, like heroin fever dream. Did this movie come from? It comes too late <laughs> to ride on the swell of Harley Quinn we got from Suicide Squad. Right. Um, it's unrelated to any of the other DC animated movies we've gotten recently. Right. I have no answer for you. I, I don't know. I don't like when I have no answer and it's, for you. It's so random and haphazard. I really want an answer to this. I don't um, yeah. I mean, would you agree that it's like a heroin-induced fever dream? Yeah, especially because 
I think Harley's a heroine. Get it? And she's the one doing this dream. Sure. Get it? A yeah. heroine-induced fever. I'm with you. Um, that's all this movie needed for me to be like, boom, 95. Yeah. Like, just a line that said this was all Harley coming up with it. Sure. I would have even... That would have even helped me explain the animation style. Sure. Because, like, my problem with the animation also would have been solved by Harley being like, it's just her recounting it. Right, and yeah, then she's the, remembering the end the credit better. scene where she's like a, a talk show therapist slash like game that. show host, I liked it, but it, it was like, I, that's not, it was funny. And yeah, I, it's I liked just a it, gag. It was just a gag, but like, it's not the scene I needed. It's not the scene oh, the, not the movie scene needed. needed. It was, it was like, where, the, where did that come from? Maybe it wasn't the scene you needed, but it was the scene you deserved. Wow, that's... Okay. Um, what did I do to deserve that? But at that point, it's just a gag in a line of just a whole lot of gags. Yeah. So, I don't know. I see that in a weird way, I walk away from this movie going, shame on me. For, <laughs> for, for expecting more. Right. For expecting it to be right. deeper. Um, just like tisk tisk, fool me once kind of a thing. I don't know where this movie came from. I don't expect we're going to see any sort of continuation oh, of this. I would hope not. Because um, really, what else is there to do except pair her back with the Joker? And no, don't please, do that. Please don't do that. I wouldn't mind seeing, though, a, a Harley and Dick movie again. Grayson. Dick Grayson movie. That was, that was late. You are so just... You're, like, obsessed with the word Grayson for some reason. Yep, I am. Um, because they were a fun pair. They were. And I, and I would watch another movie of that mm -hmm. in, in some way. Um... Do you have any more? Do I have, well, I mean, big my questions? big question was Swamp Thing because I just did not understand Swamp Thing, and I know you answered my question. I still don't really understand. Swamp that's Thing. that's okay. Nobody um, really understands Swamp Thing, um, except maybe Poison Ivy. No, you know what? I think sprinkled out throughout this whole episode, I've kind of asked you my questions. Sure. Because I was also going to ask you which of the the sirens you 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 uh, asked me that question. I know. Answered. That's what I'm saying. I yeah. think I've already I've already asked you what I wanted to ask you. This was a um, this was a. Uh, a, a a lighter subject for us to tackle because it sure. was just a standalone uh, movie, and we saw it in theaters, so we couldn't really pause and rewind, right. and really delve into things. All we have on this episode is just like guttural geek outs. Yes, you know. Um, Did, and I geeked out with this. I had a good time. Oh, I had a great time. Yeah, I would. Okay, here's the question: Would you recommend it? Yeah. To who? I would recommend it to. Anyone who's a fan of Harley Quinn. Absolutely. I um, would as well. Because you need to see the progression of her character, I feel like. And uh, fans of uh, people who grew up with the animated series. I mean, it's going to disappoint you in some ways, but it's a fun ride. It doesn't pretend to be anything other than what it is. I think we've done a service I think so here. Too. Because if we have some long-time listeners who are a fan of the animated series, I would also recommend it to them. And that... Oh, God. But now here I am recommending it. And they listen to the whole episode. What a paradox. It is. I'd recommend it because it's fun. It's nostalgic to be in that style again. Yeah. Um, and that animation style. But we've also warned you not to fall in the trap fall that we fell into. Yes. It is not the animated series. It's not the animated series. It's going to be reminiscent of the animated series right. in some ways. And very, very different, different in, in other ways. Um, I would also recommend it to... Yeah, anyone who likes Harley Quinn, especially like if if you like Harley Quinn more than just like a superficial, I like her style or I right. like her relationship with the Joker. I like the color red. If if those are the <laughs> things you like, 
you're probably not going to like this Harley this. Quinn movie because yeah. she stays in one her classic outfit, which I feel like to those fans, mm -hmm. that's probably their one of their least favorite because it's yeah. And I I, I will say again, it was for people who grew up with the character because she starts off in her new fifty two costume. Yeah, she does, and winds up in her original in a, costume in a in a very organic way to the the to the movie. Yep. Like she's not doing all these costume changes. Right. She, that's her work uniform. Um, so I would recommend it to people who like Harley Quinn as a character and like to kind of understand her mindset and her character sure. arc and stuff like that. And I would recommend it to anyone who liked the 1992 um, and forward Batman animated series. I would not recommend it to just your average. If you don't have the base going into it. You're not going to enjoy it. You're not going to enjoy it. I wouldn't recommend it to you. I would you. agree with that. Um, well, food's here. Should we start packing up the Goka? Yeah. Uh, more wings, please. Oh, man. It's going to be a long gonna, ride. I'm going to run to the bathroom. <sighs> you got the check? Yeah, I, okay. I got the check. Wrap these wings up to go. To <sighs> go co. Hey! I'm, these I'm, ladies love I'm me. I'm probably going to forget them uh, on my way out. All right, I'll take them with me to the bathroom. Oof, okay. Man. Um, and guys, as long as there's no uh, uh, stomach uh, problems, I will I will see you next week. Oh, please boy. email us. Go with Shades and Sketch at gmail.com. Yeah. And uh, if you're a fan of the show, please subscribe and head over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. It really does boost the profile of the show and make the difference in getting our, our the word out about geeking out. You can follow us on Twitter. Or on Facebook. Twitter is Shades and Sketch. Yep. At right. Shades and Sketch. I'm Sketch. I'm Shades. And uh, this has been Geeking Out. See you next time. See you next time. <laughs>